guys. Uh, I'm Alex Tortella, the host of Tortella Takes, and we're going into our fifth episode today. Sorry, there was no episode yesterday. There was just so not. There was no news whatsoever, so I had nothing to report on this podcast. But today we'll be digging into the major topics around the playlist leagues around us today. Uh, first, I'll be going into a rare tennis segment on the show. I love tennis, but I am going to report that Wimbledon is going to have a meeting next week to discuss the possible cancellation of the tournament uh, for both the women's and men's side of the sport. This, uh, the postponement would be good for athletes. Cancellation would not. Cancellation would absolutely destroy probably one of the best tournaments of the year. And it's an absolute fun to watch Wimbledon. If you've never watched it, I recommend it. Uh, especially the women's side, in my opinion. It's always more competitive. Uh, I think this could be the major tournament Coco Gauff finally takes, but uh, the coronavirus, uh, you have to pick your health first. You got to look at the health of the players before the profit of them in my opinion, but it would be an absolute devastation if we had to cancel Wimbledon over this disease. Okay, and then going into the NHL, we have to talk about how the NHL has postponed its draft, its combine, and all events related to the draft. It's a good idea to uh, postpone this to further prevent the spreading of the disease. Uh, the NHL is taking precautions by this. It has pushed back its league and is potentially canceling the season as well as pushing it back. Uh, the NHL is taking the most precautions out of any league we have seen so far, even though it has probably the least amount of cases in the league compared to the other sports that are currently in play. But it's got to be the safety of the players before you pick the money of the league and you gotta love to see them picking the wealth the health before the wealth I'm just reading up on the news right now and uh, New Orleans Saints head coach uh, Sean Payton has been saying he's been feeling better after testing positive for the coronavirus a little while ago uh, this is a great sign for the disease that it's easily to if you stay home it just straight up helps you get better from the disease i'm glad he didn't go outside spreading it further it's good thing for the world when a disease spreads less due to people having a brain and staying inside instead of going to a beach going to miami for spring break for no reason glad to see at least some people listen to the reports that it's deadly flu yeah. Okay, uh, looking into a little baseball right now, I'm reading up on Mookie Betts, who's still intrigued on hitting free agency, even though he is on the World Series contending LA Dodgers. I think if the season gets completely canceled for baseball and the Dodgers traded Alex Verdugo and more for Mookie Betts and he didn't even suit up a single game, it might be one of the worst trades in MLB history. Because I believe Verdugo could pan out to be a good player. I think he could be a multiple-time All-Star. I don't think he'll be a Mookie Betts-type player when he hits his prime. 
but I still think I'd rather have Verdugo than, like, not even a game of Mookie Betts. I believe Mookie Betts is going to hit free agency next year, and I believe a team like the Mets are going to splurge on him, making him the highest-paid player in baseball. I believe somebody will absolutely give him that payday. If not, he'll be right behind Trout. You got to look at what's going to happen. It's um, it's interesting. The Dodgers could just absolutely get fleeced due to the coronavirus. As a Yankee fan, this makes me smile a bit. But if I'm a Dodgers fan right now, I'd be worried about Mookie Betts right now. That's all I'm saying. Let's go into boxing for a minute. Uh, Wilder Fury is allegedly scheduled for October 3rd. In Las Vegas. That's a great fight. I have major money on uh, Deontay Wilder in that match. I believe he takes back his title. But uh, it's going to be an amazing fight. I hope it's better than the second one. The first one was amazing. The second one was just terrible. It was weird as hell with the licking and stuff. But I was hoping for Wilder to win that one. And I absolutely believe he will win this one. Regaining his championship. Uh, Fury is, I think he gets luckier in this matchup. Yeah, it's uh, absolutely stunning that this fight will get pushed back. While I'm at it, let's go into a little more baseball. Looking at, uh, let's see, the Red Sox investigation is complete. That was a couple days ago. Never reported that, but. I saw it after I shot my episode a couple days ago. Uh, it's weird that they haven't punished the Red Sox at all. If I'm the Yankees, if I'm the Red Sox, if I'm if I'm the Yankees, I'm the Dodgers. I'm absolutely pissed off that they didn't get punished at all for this. And uh, it should it should have been further looked into, the cheating that the Astros pulled to win the World Series, and then magically the next year the Red Sox win it, and it's just. It's a little suspect to me, and uh, I think it should have been further looked into. Uh, while I'm here, I'm just going to give a shout-out to a couple guys. Drew Brees for donating $5 million to Louisiana during the coronavirus concerns. Absolutely put your hands together for him on that. One of the best quarterbacks of all time, doing his part to help out a cause that needs it. And then looking in baseball... Uh, former Yankees pitcher CC Sabathia is giving food to a boys and girls club in, in Brooklyn. Uh, absolutely amazing. Just got to look up to some of these guys on how they've been doing. And uh, yeah. Yesterday, uh, John Jones, a uh, famous uh, UFC light heavyweight champion, was arrested with negligent use of a firearm. Again, I've uh, said this multiple times, not on this podcast, but to everybody around me. John Jones, the only th- the only thing that can beat him is himself. If John Jones just stops being stupid sometimes, he's absolutely unbeatable and should stay unbeatable. Just stop being stupid. I don't know why he was using the firearm. Uh, maybe the reason will surface and it will make sense, but as of right now, he just looks pretty stupid. He's absolutely unbeatable when he gets in the ring, except on a few occasions. But you got to look at this like, why are you neg- negligently using your firearm? Just 
you know the cops are going to be looking at you, especially because you're an athlete. And for some reason, they love to publicize athletes, especially famous ones, being arrested. Why would you do that? I, I don't understand this at the moment. Maybe more stuff will come up that'll help me understand this, but as of right now, it's just looking stupid. We earlier talked about how the NHL draft was postponed, but then you gotta look at other drafts that aren't postponed. Look, the NFL draft has not been postponed yet. It is stuck in later April as it was before the concern, which I believe it'll be virtual and just televised through draft rooms, announcing the picks. You see the players' reaction on the phone like when they skip the draft in other years. Uh, I think that's better than pushing it back and just training camp being pushed back and everything gets messed up. I agree with the virtual idea more than pushing it back. And then looking at the WNBA... They, guys, they are keeping their draft the same date and will be pushed onto ESPN from the other sports being out, which is absolutely great for the sport because maybe people will actually watch a WNBA event for once. It's an amazing sport, amazing league. Just look at it for once. Stop just making fun of it because it's cool. Maybe just watch it before you start shitting on it. Uh, yeah, uh, that's the draft updates for the other leagues, and uh, I'll keep updating you if it changes. Just looking back at the NFL right now, uh, Bruce Arians shut down the rumors that Antonio Brown would be a Buccaneer due to Tom Brady, which I absolutely don't understand why he would shut that down. Even with how he's acted in the locker room, you add Antonio Brown to a team, they're automatically nasty, especially a Tampa Bay Buccaneers team with two of the top five best receivers in the league, Godwin and Evans. If you had Antonio Brown to that, who's probably still top ten, even though he missed the whole season. Just, just look out. Another team you should look out for in Antonio Brown, the Arizona Cardinals. And I was just sitting up thinking about Cam Newton hitting free agency with what's his legacy in Carolina, how he brought a team to a Super Bowl. Uh, he didn't dive on that ball, which I'm one of the people who doesn't blame him for not diving on that because it looked like more people were close to the ball. And why would Cam risk getting murdered by Demarcus Ware for a play that that an O-lineman like Michael Orr or one of the other O-linemen should have jumped on? Uh, I don't blame him for that. But getting back on topic, I'd absolutely love if the Miami Dolphins brought in Cam Newton and Antonio Brown together. Imagine that in Miami. That's a big market. That's a decent-sized market, not a big market, but... If you throw in guys like that, that team's instantly going to go up. Even if you draft a quarterback, like you still draft Tua, maybe give Cam a year, and if he proves himself, keep him. If he doesn't, trade him. But I think Cam and AB would be amazing for Miami. It would absolutely draw attention and just be amazing. But Also, you could look at the Jets for Antonio Brown. You could look at almost any team for Antonio Brown. It's a good pickup. Even, like, if the L.A. Rams trade a Brandon Cooks and then bring in Antonio Brown, because they're always looking for someone to get money instead of Gurley. Uh, it's just, it's amazing that the Rams have kept Jared Goff 
through all of this. Not cutting... They cut Todd Gurley. They're trying to trade Brandon Cooks. Dominican Sue was lost last year. Uh, they brought back Michael Brockers, but they lost uh, Greg DeLeg to the Dallas Cowboys earlier today. Uh, it's just an interesting Rams team. I see I see them finishing 6-10 and 10 and last in the NFC West. Uh, it's absolutely scary how this team went from being the best team in the NFC. Uh, probably there's debate due to that Saints call, but the best team in the NFC to being an absolute garbage team two years later is absolutely embarrassing. And uh, it just shows that you can't spend money on average quarterbacks like Jared Goff. And uh, they got unlucky with Todd Gurley's degenerative knee. Uh, it's just amazing how that team can change and so much in so little time. But imagine Cam Newton and Antonio Brown in Miami. How sexy that team would be. I would absolutely pick them to win their division over the Buffalo Bills if they signed them together. That just absolutely would scare every team on their schedule. Because healthy Cam Newton, MVP caliber, can carry a team on his back. And then Miami doesn't have much receivers. Throw it to a top five guy when healthy. And when in the league, do the stupid stuff he's done. Uh, I would forgive him, give him a chance. Brian Flores is a good head coach, in my opinion. Probably one of the best descendants of the Bill Belichick tree. Uh, just straight up look. Imagine you, you're a defensive coordinator, and you have to stop Cam Newton and Antonio Brown in the same week. Just And then they're both available for nothing because there's no clauses on them because they were both released. So it's just unstoppable to think about. And then... If, if a Jadavion Clowney decides to stop being stupid and take a pay cut, add him to that defense, you can see Miami go from worst to first real quick. And uh, it's really scary if you're thinking about it. Look at the New England Patriots. It's not their division anymore. As of right now, I give this division to Buffalo. But I could easily see the Jets or the Dolphins taking it if they make smart moves. I don't get why some of these teams are being calm right now. You should go full-on spending, full-on taking in players with talent to lead your team to winning that division because it's your best chance you've had in years to win that division. I absolutely respect Buffalo for making the Stefan Diggs trade because it absolutely puts them above everybody else. The disrespect to Josh Allen has been pretty bad, but I just got to straight-up see. Uh... What are, what are other spots that have been looked at for Cam Newton? Denver. Uh, I like Drew Locke. I don't think he's that good. I would absolutely bring in Cam Newton over to start over Drew Locke. Uh, I will also, if uh, I'm the L.A. Chargers, uh, I love me some Tyrod Taylor. He's a great game manager. I love him as a fringe backup, one of the best backups in the league. I would absolutely, if you're talking Cam Newton over Tyrod Taylor, I absolutely support that. I would just put Cam in, Cam in the L.A. market. It's money. Uh, straight money. And it's scary to think about. But New England with Cam Newton? Cam has so much more talent than Tom Brady. It's not even funny. The talent level of Cam Newton absolutely outshines the talent level of Tom Brady. And then if New England brings him in... 
I think Cam absolutely wins MVP. The Bill Belichick system, he made Tom Brady look better than he is for the past 20 years. I think he could absolutely make Cam Newton look like the best quarterback in the league again. And uh, what other NFL stuff is there to talk about right now? Off the top of my head, it's talking about LaShawn McCoy potentially going back to Philly when he was actually amazing. Uh, Shady out there in Philly was amazing. One of the best running backs in the league before he uh, got traded. Uh, small news, the Vikings have re-signed Amir Abdullah. A good backup running back to Dalvin Cook. Probably a third string and special teams guy more next year. But uh, then looking at other small news, the Cardinals have re-signed uh, Marcus Gilbert to a one-year deal. He's a good offensive tackle. you got to protect Kyler. Uh... Uh, it's just the uh, Joe Montana talked about uh, Brady leaving the Patriots by saying, I don't know what's going on inside there, talking about how the Patriots let Brady walk. I absolutely understand letting Brady walk. He's not as great as he was. Uh, the Bears <laughs> signed former first-round tackle uh, Jermaine Afidi. Seahawks fans hated him and are glad to see him gone. Uh, I'd love to see him in a different market before. I hate that the Bears are just, uh... Okay, let me go into a little bit of a rant about the Dallas Cowboys right now. Okay, why are you paying everybody before Dak Prescott? Dak Prescott is absolutely worth at least... He's worth $20, $27 million, I would give him. I don't think he's worth what he wants, but if you're looking at the QB market, what else are you going to do? If you trade Dak, trade him now. Sign a Jameis Winston. Cam Newton in Dallas. Look at that. Give Cam Newton a Mari Cooper and Ezekiel Elliott, and you'll see him go back to MVP form. Uh, but it's just weird seeing how the Cowboys had Dak being a little guy, a little draft pick, random guy from Mississippi State, relatively unknown. He comes in. Takes the reins as America's QB. Well, America's QB. But, and then you're just not going to pay him. You pay a running back. You pay Jalen Smith. Good respect to Jalen coming back from that injury. And then you pay random guys. You pay Demarcus Lawrence, who had a terrible year last year. You let Byron Jones walk, which is understandable if you because you got to keep your quarterback with you got to keep your quarterback, you got to keep your offensive linemen, you got to keep your pass rushers. But uh, Ezekiel Elliott, I think he's one of the best running backs in the league. I think you should look to trade him before you trade Dak Prescott. Because if you straight up, but if you piss off Dak, excuse my language, and he leaves, uh, it's going to absolutely put a burden on Mike McCarthy because I still don't get that higher. McCarthy is a pass-first guy. He got carried by Aaron Rodgers. And I would have loved to see Dak with him because he elevates his quarterbacks a little bit. But uh, it's just because you could get so much value from Ezekiel Elliott as a running back, and he's not going to be the same in a couple years, even though Zeke's one of my favorite players. I think you got to trade somebody on that Dallas team, whether it's Demarcus Lawrence, whether it's Jalen Smith, whether it's Dak Prescott, or whether it's Ezekiel Elliott. If you're Jerry Jones, you got to see the best value you can get on the market for these guys and keep the players you want to keep on your roster. Uh, it's just 
I would love Cam Newton on a Dallas team. If you pay him in, like, fees on the side, you just give him a little cash on the side, tell him, hey, take this little money, and we'll pay you some good money this year to be our quarterback. Because Cam loves the attention. He's one of the better quarterbacks when healthy. Dallas should absolutely look into it. And even an Andy Dalton, potentially, the Cowboys should look at. Uh, yeah, it's an absolutely great situation. And if you're Cam Newton, if Ron Rivera calls you up in Washington and tells you to start over Dwayne Haskins, do you do it? Uh, I don't know if I'm the Redskins and I do that, but I think Cam would absolutely bring life into the Washington Redskins organization. Uh, and it's great to see this competitiveness and free agency. You got amazing quarterbacks still there. You got Cam Newton, you got Jameis Winston, and even a long shot of Colin Kaepernick coming back. Uh, for running backs, it's really slim, but I think uh, Shady McCoy is going to go back to Philly. For receivers, you still is there any major receivers left on the market? Uh, I don't think so, not off the top of my head. Next year is going to be an amazing free agency, but if you're looking at tight ends, there's not many left because Austin Hooper was the headline tight end this year. And then the Bears overpaid Jimmy Graham, even though they have 25 tight ends. Uh, and then you got to look at offensive line. Uh, Feedy was the third-ranked tackle. I don't recall any great alignment left on the market. Then on the defensive side, one name sticks out the most. Former first overall pick, Jadavion Clowney, who I think the Bears are a sleeper for, if you, if you, if you stick with me on this one. If you're a Jadavion Clowney, you take a one-year contract to prove it. You sign with Chicago. You line up beside Khalil Mack an entire season your value is absolutely going to skyrocket. And I think he should look into that. And if he wants to get paid like $15 million, I'd say Seattle should pay him 12 to $15 million, which is an absolute good value for the guy. Uh, I like Jadavion, but I do not believe he is the best pass rusher. I don't think he should reset the market on that. I don't think he should get Aaron Donald money. I don't think he should get Khalil Mack money. Uh, he should get around Demarcus Lawrence money. Uh, Lawrence was overpaid, but I, I think he's around a Demarcus Lawrence-level player. And, uh, yeah. Go, before I end the show, into what I possibly missed. Uh, Rob Manfred has stated that he believes a 162-game season is absolutely unlikely. And I believe they would shorten it about 40 games. Uh, I'm not a huge MLB fan as much as the other three sports, the three major North American sports. So I can't, couldn't tell you. Uh, the top FIBA event is going to Australia in 2022. Uh, great spot for basketball. I love Australia compared to the other spots. Absolutely stunning. Uh, the Italian national team has the Italian national team has made a training center available for coronavirus victims. Absolutely great showing by the Italian national team. Uh, Bill Belichick has been nominated for a sports Emmy. For he's he was recognized for his work on the NFL 100 show. Absolutely, congratulations to one of the greatest coaches in NFL history. Adam Wainwright has donated two hundred fifty thousand dollars to aid uh, Cardinals minor leaguers during the coronavirus. Amazing statement by the veteran, future Hall of Fame pitcher, helping out the younger guys in the organization. 
I talked about Cam Newton's legacy and went into a huge NFL rant. Uh, delaying the Olympics absolutely messes with golf. Uh, I'm not a huge golf fan, but I think this is good for a Tiger Woods type golfer, my favorite golfer of all time. Uh, it's just, yeah. The NHL stars Crosby Ovechkin are open to a shorter season. Uh, former boxer uh, Derek Jefferson is in a coma. Sad news coming from his coronavirus test that came back positive. Uh, PSG has donated, donated 100,000 euros to help aid coronavirus, so, as well as donating 200,000 through shirt sales. Yeah, it's, uh, LeBron says he wants games before the playoffs, which, if anything, I don't understand because the Lakers are absolutely... I think the first round for the Lakers is absolutely tune-up. Uh, another NBA news, uh, Adam Silver is taking a pay cut during the coronavirus to help. He's also reducing base salaries of his top-earning executives. Before I go, just let me say, Sidney Lease just tested positive for the coronavirus. The WNBA shooting guard slash point guard tested positive while playing basketball in Spain. And, uh... It's just saddening to see it finally hit the WNBA. As well as it hit Doris Burke today. An unnamed Avalanche player has tested positive, but uh, it's just sad to see. Hope they feel better. Uh, I'm Alex Tortella, and this has been Tortella Takes. Uh, thank you for listening, and we'll be back tomorrow. Subscribe, like, and share. Leave your comments. Uh, I love hearing opinions. Uh, shout out to everybody who's listening right now. Uh, it's been a nice come up. Uh, listen to, uh, I've inspired some people to start a podcast uh, on Spotify. Listening to what's going on. It's a uh, sports notes. It's one by my friend uh, Anthony Labonte. Uh, he's he's great going into sports topics, and you should definitely give him a listen. Even though he's only listened to one episode of my podcast. Uh, give that, give him a listen. Uh, I'm sorry for all the times he says I'm in his first episode, but he's a good guy. He knows what he's talking about come NFL and a little bit about other sports, but give him a listen. And, uh, if you want me to appear on your podcast, uh, text me on my, uh, main Alex, on Alex Tortella underscore, or my Instagram meme page, Harbaz.khakis. Or even go to my WNBA pages, Spark Center, WNBA Cafe. Or if you want to have me and Anthony or one or the other to appear, you could hit up History Channel of Memes. That's a page we co-run. Absolutely give us a try. But uh, thanks for listening. This has been fun. Sorry for having no episode yesterday. This has been Alex Tortella. Tortella Takes. Uh, goodbye. Have a good night. Good afternoon. Good morning. Whenever you're listening to this. Peace.